This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh my fucking god, we are back for another episode with Melissa. Hello. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Me too. I like this jacket. We've been talking this Thank whole time you. and you put on a whole new fucking outfit. I did. Can you can I mean you're you are flexible. Flash the shoes. Guys. Is it all in there? It 
It fucking is. And if you're listening to it, after you're done, you have to go watch this. Um, we talked about your New Year's resolution, right? That you're wearing um, heels We down? did on the uh, bonus, bonus episode. Uh, so the regular gals and guys don't know. Oh, yeah, guys. Well, don't be regular. Go <laughs> go, go uh, join us on uh, Stitcher Premium to get those bonus apps. But uh, one of your New Year's resolutions was to wear heels. Every day. Every day. Yeah. And you did it in college. Mm-hmm. Which... I did. So this is just getting back in it. So I packed you... up like I have like recently bought like a whole bunch of new Ooh, shoes. Nice. Like but they were flats. And oh. I packed them up and sent them to my niece who's 12. Oh. So she She's has all new same shoes. Same size as 12? Yeah. She can be tall. I mean, I haven't I haven't grown since I was 12. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. How tall are you? Five one. Okay. Yeah, she's like the same height as me. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So I was like, wow, she's gonna have like adult size feet, yeah. and I was like, maybe you don't. have Yeah, adult but size she feet. might be. Her um father is tall, so she might be taller. How old are you at twelve? And whoa, that's you're, you're twelve. 12. You're what 12. grade are you in at twelve? Sixth Six. grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. I think I stopped growing mm. then too, but I also was fucking five eight seven. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was like right. average height until everyone else everyone got just kept growing. Yeah, you know, I was the kid who was like out of frame in all mm-hmm. of the pictures, and I was like, "Oh, cool, hello, everybody <laughs> down there." Uh, okay, guys, well, this is um, don't play me. It's uh, the advice podcast, but you already fucking know it. Or if you don't, welcome, welcome to us here. We are filming this for YouTube as well as um, the audio version. So if you want to go check out either one, you can see me drinking a Diet Coke <laughs> if you watch the video. It's a good time. Also to check for my sweatshirt on the right way. I did. Um, so guys, if you want to call in to be a part of an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And uh, international listeners, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So um, you guys really liked the last episode. It was just us. Yeah. So we're going to- Thank tr- fucking God. We're going to try it out to do like once a month and see how it works. I'm I am on fucking board. With, <laughs> not that I don't love all of our other guests, but like it's so nice. Like yeah. it's just easy. Like it I don't does. have to try. <laughs> like it's just like we're just here. It's so easy. Um so um it's time for us to give some advice. All right. Let's do it. Hi Megan. So I am 18 and I just started my second semester of college and I'm living in the dorms. And last semester, I met this guy at a frat party. He is in the frat, which already kind of a red flag, but it's fine. (laughs) So we met and we kind of just hit it off. And we have been like hooking up and hanging out. We've like said I love you to each other. It's just, it's super serious. And I have never dated anyone, so... I am taking, I'm trying to take things slow. I don't want to date him yet, even though he really wants to define the relationship. But we are definitely heading towards the direction of dating. And we um, both are very, like, open and honest with each other. We have really good communication skills with each other. Um, There is just, like, one minor problem that I have not been able to bring up with him. And that is that he doesn't have a car. And I know that makes me sound shallow. I'm not trying to like bag on his financial situation because he comes from really rich parents. Like he has a job and all of that stuff. Like his parents pay his rent. Um, They just haven't bought him a car. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But I personally just feel like he kind of uses me for my car. Like if I sleep over at his place he will like ask for a ride to class the next morning and at first I didn't really think it was a problem but it's just getting to be so annoying like I 
today actually was late to my class because I had to drive him to his friend's house to get his backpack and then drive him to class. And then I had to like come back home, park my car. I didn't even have time to like change my clothes. I was still like 20 minutes late to my class. And like, it's just becoming an inconvenience. And I don't know how to bring it up to him because I, I don't want to like, you can't yell at someone for not having a car. Like, I will feel like a piece of shit if I do that. But it's just, I don't know how to bring up, like, maybe he can find his own means of transportation. But at the same time, it's like, like, I can take five minutes out of my day to take him to his class. I don't know. So please help me. <laughs> First question. They love each other, but they're not dating? Yeah, that's what I was, I was like, there's a lot of impact here. Like, yeah. you, lo- you say you love each other, you're in a serious relationship, but, but you're, you're not, not dating. dating. You're headed towards a serious yeah. relationship, but you're in love? And you've already said that to each other? Yeah. How, and we don't know how long it's been. Yeah. Okay. Um. Also, somebody being in a fraternity isn't a red flag. Some of the greatest guys I know are in fraternity, so. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> no, we have, I different mean, yeah, we have different situations. Yeah. No, I like a ton of the frat guys that I went to school with. Honestly, yeah. I like all of the guys way more than the girls. Like yeah. the guys were so much cooler. And they also were like, hey, you were always the hot one. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> that's so nice. Um, not that that's important, but like it did make me feel better at the time. Uh, I mean, I would say like you're not, your issue isn't that he doesn't have a car. Mm-hmm. Your issue is that like you're his chauffeur and like the idea of bringing it up to him like you're not gonna yell at him that he doesn't have a car like it's not about that like and also it's not your responsibility like you guys didn't meet they didn't meet on the first day of fucking school like he had like you weren't a part of like when he went to college Mm -hmm. like this is like you weren't like well and when you sign up you're gonna get a girlfriend who's gonna drive you to school like no like he has to do this on his own that has nothing to do with you and if he was not dating you how would he get to like right it's not your problem just walk to class yeah um i don't he probably doesn't even realize what he's doing no i think he's just like oh she's here she has a car so she can take me and i think that's just like a lack of communication Mm -hmm. you guys say that you're very open and you communicate but you're not communicating yeah this seems like a lot of yeah opposite things going on here it does and i think like i don't know what your hang-up is about like not wanting to be in a relationship and take it slow you've already said you love each other like yeah. you're already invested in it like so i think like the title of anything it really shouldn't matter um but i also would say like i didn't have a car in college and like i asked my boyfriend all the time like will you take me to class mm-hmm. but like sometimes he said no like Mots went to the airport the other day and i was hanging out with my friends and he was like hey would you drive me to the airport and i was like no take an uber like yeah. i've got plans like and he's like okay fine like that's but it's not like it's like or are you free to do this and i think like if you do have time for sure mm-hmm. like yeah you're like oh i'm going to class right now too like i'll totally go but like if you want to sleep in like no you i'm not gonna drive you yeah and i think also like i think you're right i don't think he is intentionally doing it i don't think he's using you mm-hmm. for your car i think if anything he probably like in the morning like wants to spend more time with you yeah. and so he's like oh i don't want to get out of bed like i don't want to like leave half an hour earlier so i can like walk to class like i just want to stay in bed and then she'll just drive me so we can hang out in the car mm-hmm. where he's thinking like oh this is like a oh we get to spend more time together yeah. and then you are like um no i want to sleep yeah so i'd say like the night before if you're going to class be like hey do you need a ride to class tomorrow yeah. um and then you can plan for it and you can wake up earlier and you can be on time to class because you are in school to get an education mm-hmm that's what I'm I'm always preaching. She's all about the education. <laughs> so um, you shouldn't be 20 minutes late for class because he forgot his backpack at his friend's house and you have to go pick it up and then drop him off. You need to just just plan ahead. 
Yeah, but also I think the cuntier thing to do, which is what I would do, is the next time in the morning, he's like, can you drive me to class? I'm like, I really am so tired. I don't want to. And, and, and like, because yeah. I think like you don't owe him like that. Like, I think you need a little bit of like, oh, this isn't. And like you said, he came from not that I'm saying that he had like had everything handed to him, but he comes from a very well off mm. family privilege. Yeah. yeah, it might be a little bit like he needs to check his privilege here. Yeah. Um, And also choosing not to have a car in college is a choice that you know is going to be inconvenient. Mm-hmm. So he's expecting that. Like he knows that it's like when he chose not to have a car, then it became like, okay, this is, I'm, I'm choosing to do that. Yeah. Um, so any of those consequences is fine. But I think like, you're right. Like in general, he, he should be the one ahead of time being like, Hey, would any chance you could drive me to class tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you should need to bring it up at all. But and he's not. So exactly. She's so I think to. you either need to, you need to bring it up the night before and be like, Hey, just for like in general, yeah, maybe you do it like a big in general talk. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, just in general, like do you, do, well, or specifically, do you need me to um, take you to class tomorrow? And in general, could you let me know? Because sometimes it's going to, it's a little bit too hard for me to make it to class on time. And I was late last week. So if you tell me ahead of time, um, I can, t- if you tell me ahead of time, what days you would need me to take you to class, I can tell you if I can can mm-hmm. and then if i can't then i can give you enough I, i'll be able yeah. to let you know ahead of time so you can figure out another ride to class yeah, yeah. also is he providing gas money yeah slash okay. your own tires be yeah. like oh i can't drive anywhere <laughs> no because oh, no. the tires are like okay five hundred dollars pretend your car is in the shop and just be like oh babe will you buy ubers <laughs> will you buy me <laughs> an uber will you buy me an uber will you get me an uber <laughs> lift so let's be more progressive <laughs> yes lift um but yeah i don't think he's using you yeah. for your car that'd be really specific and also like a lot of people have cars yeah and like he you guys say you loved each other and also That's he's in a weird. frat they have pledges oh my god oh, we used to yeah. use pledges for cars oh yeah girl you don't have to drive him a pledge yeah. to drive him to class yeah. i used to get driven to class hazing every... is not good people no, don't do hazing no it's not but, right. but honestly the driving part i got driven to school every fucking single day from my boyfriend who's in a fraternity from the pledges he's like babe they got you and i'd be like okay and i was precious cargo so you know they drove slow but also going there on time Mm -hmm. it's great we went to starbucks drive through (laughs) oh good good time um but yeah also i would figure out what you want to do in this relationship slash non-relationship thing as well because um yeah 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 figure out what you want okay on to the next on to the next Hi, Megan and guest. I apologize in advance for my English, but I'm from Chile, so I'm going to try my best. Um, I really need your advice with something. So I met a girl in college about two years ago, and we became really, really close friends really fast. We were very similar, like the same stuff. Um, so we had a lot of fun together. It was super easy, and we really um, wanted what was best for the other one. And so it was a very mature and sort of like good friendship. Um, but we're very different. We're 22. She has had the same boyfriend for five years, never fought with him once, um, goes to church every Sunday, doesn't party, doesn't drink, straight A student, top of the class, um, since she's in middle school. I, on the other hand, have never had a boyfriend. I like to party, I drink, um, I'm not religious in any way. Um, I, I do pretty well in school. I'm not the top of the class but i never failed a class or anything so i do pretty well um however these past few weeks i feel like she's been taking the role of being a mom and sort of giving me advice that i don't want slash don't need and i feel very um anxious about the whole thing because i don't feel like i can tell her everything and i need to watch what i say because she'll get mad or she'll um or i'll disappoint her and blah 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 and 
sort of everything is a life lesson. Um, so I just wanted to tell her, like, dude, I went out partying and I passed out in my kitchen and woke up at 7 a.m. with Cheerios on my hair. And I just want you to be my friend about it. I don't need you to be my mom and sort of, like, um, tell me that it's wrong. Just, like, can we laugh it out and not be make such a huge deal out of everything? I feel like lately she's been distancing herself and about me um from me because she sees me like i'm a wreck and i'm a mess and i'm a rebel child and she's like done with trying to help me and fix me which is something that i don't need and just because i go out and party and make out with guys doesn't make my life a mess i'm pretty good physically mentally i'm getting my master's in economics like i'm doing pretty fine um and so it's been great but uh, we started ghosting each other, but every now and then she'll talk to me, sort of like to check up on me and be like, hey, how are you doing? How's it been? And I'm just like, dude, either ignore me or be my friend, but she'll talk to me. And I feel like it comes from a place where she f- feels pity and feels bad about like sort of letting me go. But she'll talk to me and I don't want to ignore her because I don't want to be mean because we never actually got in a fight. But I hate it when she talks to me and I, and I am feel self-conscious about like oh I don't want to be too needy what I don't want to be mean and she'll take three to five business days to respond to my um, text messages and to me that's just not cool and I don't want to talk about it with her because she'll be like you're so dramatic everything's so dramatic with you and sort of I don't know what to do please help me first of all I'm obsessed with your accent yeah it's, it's very beautiful pretty. um I mean uh talking to two like serial ghosters here yeah but I I, I relate <gasps> to this okay because I think you have um, different types of friends for different parts of your life. 100%. And so um, there was a point when you guys were in college when you were very close and um, you related on a lot of different levels. And she was great for that point in your life. Mm-hmm. Now you have you guys have grown apart and that's OK. That's what happens with friends. You grow apart. Um, and she's still somebody that you care about and you can check in on her all the time. But she doesn't have to be the person that you're telling everything that's mm-hmm. going on in your life you have other friends that are that whoever you're going out with and partying yeah. with, talk to them about it you don't have to tell her that she's settled in her life she's got um yeah. a, she's in a serious relationship um and you don't you don't have to be her like go-to anymore and mm-hmm. she and she sees that too that's why she's yeah. like making a wedge too and so yeah. you guys can still be friends but she doesn't have to be your very very best friend right now yeah, no, you're exactly right. I think that like, you become friends with people that you relate to on certain levels. And like, na- it's kind of like when you're friends with someone because like your parents were friends yeah. and like, then you grow up and you're like, oh, do we, are we actually similar? Right. Like, do we actually like each other? Which like for me, like all of the friends that I had growing up, like we are, we all really do get along, but like our, yeah, our relationships are different because like the thing that tied us together is like being from the same place and back home and none of us live there anymore. Mm-hmm. So like the thing that can kind of tie you there, if you don't have that anymore, exactly like you're saying, like you can still have like a respect for somebody and um, like somebody, uh, but also like you, yeah, you have friends for different, like I have friends that I have friends like I'm not going to talk shit. I'm not going to like talk shit about like m- my a relationship like problem with my single friends. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to talk about it with my friends who are in a relationship because they understand it. Like yeah. I'm going to go to a workout class with a friend who I'm going to ask someone to go to a workout class who a friend who like also likes like working out. Mm-hmm. Like 
and you if you think about it in that sense of being like oh am i trying to include you which is no shame on you like because you guys did you were able to really not relate but like you did have that relationship before you could talk about that of being like oh if i'm gonna have a conversation if you don't relate to what i'm talking to about in that sense like we're just this you're not gonna get what you want yeah. out of it like you're yeah. not gonna get like a it's a bad audience you know mm-hmm. it's like delivering like dirty jokes to people who are like no pg only and right. you're like oh well fuck like i wasted all this great damn material yeah um so yeah i think that like you said like the, there's there's a way to like still check in on each other and all that and there's also like i think there's something so sucky about feeling and i and i say this because like i felt like this for so long with different friends and stuff about like oh we didn't have a huge fight and I still really like them, but like, I feel, I, I feel like I'm the dick if we're not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're not exactly. You said she's also kind of pulling away. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, you don't need, like, just know that you're in different points of your life and that how your relationship is now, you don't, don't settle for her. Like, don't talk to her about this shit because she's giving you shit for it. Right. So once you stop talking to her about that, then your relationship becomes like, oh, well, what do you do? What do you relate on? And like, what are you guys going to talk about? And then that's what your relationship is. Mm-hmm. And then you find the rest in other people. Um, and yeah, there doesn't have to be a big blowout because you're right. There is, you didn't get in a fight. This right. is just something that, yeah, you guys no longer have that main thing that you used to relate on, which it's okay. Like, I, yeah, there's definitely friends like that I... Yeah, I had, they were my friends because of like proximity, because mm-hmm. of all these other things. And that doesn't mean that like it wasn't great and fun. But now as I've gotten older, I'm like, yeah, no, I just don't like we don't or even like a mutual friend. Like think if yeah. you became friends with somebody, but because you had like a really good mutual friend. And then if you're not friends with that mutual friend anymore, you're not really going to see that person. It doesn't mean right. you guys don't like each other. It just means like, oh, like this is we have to go more out of our way. It isn't as like seamless mm-hmm. to kind of like, oh, it feels like no time has passed. Like we can just that comfortability thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's friends that I have that I went to college with and we're just not w- people that I would see every single day and we would hang out every day and get wasted with all every day. Mm-hmm. And um, now sometimes we don't need, we might talk like once or twice a year mm-hmm. um, because that's just like we're just not in that same proximity anymore but we're still like we catch up back where we yeah. were and we're still friends and then like neither of us are mad about it yeah but we pick up right again so yeah. yeah yeah i don't think you need to worry about it and i think also if you're feeling like a little abandoned which i can totally get because she was you could talk about this kind of stuff in college mm-hmm. because also because she probably like not to stereotype college but she probably was like the odd one out of like yeah. the party situation. So she was kind of a little more used to it. Um, I think then they take this as an opportunity of like, don't think of like, oh, I lost a friend. It's like, oh no, I, this, I've got an opportunity now that for other people in my life that I haven't been like letting myself get like, take that position of like my best friend who I tell everything to. Mm-hmm. Now you have a whole new audience. Like you've got all of that and you're not losing her. You just can gain more friends. Yeah. So best of luck and beautiful accent again. Ugh, so Love pretty. It. On to the next. Hi, Megan. Um, I am 20. I am currently a junior in college. Um, so I decided to call in because you uh, have talked about ghosting a lot. And it's uh, my main form of breaking up, which is not good. Um, but, you know, I'm really bad at communication. So that's what happens. But um, so basically, I ghosted this guy last semester. And it was a long story. It was kind of a hard ghosting because he was very adamant on talking to me, but I just stopped talking to him. Um, long story short, we're both the same major, and he 
is in my class this semester with that is like my smallest class. It's an upper level, so there's only about like 15 people in it. Um, it's really awkward. I have a friend in the class, so I kind of anchored myself to her, but I know that at some point I'm going to have to talk to him. Um, I really don't know how to address it. Um, I had the class for the first time today, and when I saw him, I was really uncomfortable, and I think he could tell I was uncomfortable. Um, and he seemed very pleased by the fact that I was uncomfortable, which I, I know, like, karma, but um, just kind of advice on, like, how to go about this, because I didn't think that I'd ever have to see him again. Um, but, yeah, it kind of sucks. So anything, any advice, thank you. Bye. Mm, I mean, I dropped out of college. I literally, I mean, I didn't drop out of college to, like, avoid the guy that I ghosted, but I also, like, had a thing with a guy who I was in class with, and then I Same. ghosted him, and it was also, like, same. a 10-person class, mm-hmm. and I didn't go back to class. I did the same thing. <laughs> so this is what you're going to learn from us, not to do the same thing. So I had I had the same situation where this guy, we worked on a project together, and then, um, like, at his place, and we hooked up. And then I didn't want to see him again. And um, the class had maybe like six or seven people in it. Um, And so what I would do would I would just like um, I would act like like I would not talk to him during the class. And then I would put headphones on and I would hear him like calling my name just like (laughs) bolt. (laughs) Just run away. And um, eventually I dropped the class. You should not do that because clearly it's an upper level class that you need for your. Oh I didn't need this class. This was an elective, but yours is something that you need. So let's talk through this, like what uh, she should do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> mine was at least. I feel like I. I honestly wish I had dropped mine earlier because mine was an acting class and we had to do um, peer review. Mm. And so I did a monologue and he, they were like, does anyone ha- like want to do the peer review? And he but raised his class hand. you took like three times? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he raised his hand and I was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> oh, fuck no. And he goes off and everybody there is like, oh, wow. They went out. This is a thing. <laughs> and it was like, set, it was so personal. And then I, I stopped going mm-hmm. and I dropped the class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you can't do. You can't drop. You need this class to graduate. You so. do. Oh God, I hate to be like. Um, I mean, on okay. Oh, y- you can really just bite the fucking bullet and text him. Yeah, and be like, hey, I just want to say, like, I feel shitty about ghosting you. Like, I'm really terrible with like communication and confrontation, and I know that's not an excuse, but like, I'm just gonna say that's really what it is, and. I uh, selfishly like assumed I wouldn't have to see you again. And now that I see you in class, I feel really bad. And I understand like you can totally hate me. Like I'm not asking for forgiveness or anything like that. But like I know that this is a couple months late, but I just feel like I really should have like owned like womaned up and Mm -hmm. like admit like said how I really felt as opposed to just ghosting you and um you're and just be like clearly this class is really uncomfortable for me and like I just and like I'm sorry good god Megan stop burping I'm sorry but I yeah and just like I'm not looking for your forgiveness or anything and I'm not I'm not looking to clear my conscience maybe I am but like I just feel like I'm yeah just apologize Mm -hmm. and then you can text him that and then 
and just ignore him in class. Yeah. Or <laughs> wait for him after class and ambush him. Oh my <laughs> gosh, but they do it in person? <laughs> Fuck, she's no. gotta see him in class anyway. You don't anyway. go from ghosting someone <laughs> to then telling them in person, like, sorry, I ghosted you. Like, hey, you yeah, text You them. wait. No, you go outside you leave the class a letter. before anybody is out there oh. after class ends. Wait for him. Be like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, my God. And then be like, and then just say everything that Megan just said in the text message. Fuck that. Because you're going to have to talk to him anyway. Yeah, you are. But it's kind of like one of those things that like if you set if you if you get the hard stuff out of the way in person, then you don't have to talk about it. I mean, if you get the way over text, then in person, like you can fix. and like move on I mean 100% I agree with Megan but I was just trying to give another (laughs) oh no that's like if you really have like a lot of self-actualization yeah like if you want to be a good person mm -hmm. you should do it in person but again you're talking to two people that ghost and you're a ghoster too so yeah you you understand you probably prefer the text we're among friends yeah Good God. The, yeah, this it's funny to hear, though, like as much as like we talk about ghosting and people give us shit for it. Mm-hmm. We also know it's bad because like, both of us just bad. we had to drop a class. Yeah, like it bites you in the ass mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we know it's not good, but um, it does feel nice to know that there are other people out there, there like us. Oh, so bad. Oh, my God. Well, best of luck for you. And I'm really sorry. This also happened to Mots, except I don't know. I don't know if he go. Maybe he did ghost. Some I don't know. All I know is he like had a thing with like a girl that he like met and caught like did something had something in college and then they were like in a class that was like just peer review and it was like mm. six people and they got partnered up like alphabetically and had to be together the whole time and she just like kept trying to find oh him gosh. and it was just like oh god like how do I do this and it was like yeah yeah he's a fuck boy but it's my type okay guys it's time for a quick break and we will be right back bye we're gonna go. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today's episode is brought to you by... A sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, 
in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there. And and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah. I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards 
And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. (gasps) When I tell you that I was like sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we are hopping into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan. I'm 25 years old and I currently live in Chicago. Um, I'm going to try to keep this short. Um, basically, my fiance and I have been together four years off and on um, a long time to be off and on but um, we got engaged in September I met him on Tinder actually when I was still going to school in Iowa he still lives in Iowa and I've been in Chicago for about a year now without him um, we've been planning on him moving here in May but that hasn't been solidified um, I just really need an outsider's advice because I'm thinking about ending our engagement. So basically, one of our biggest issues is him with his parents. He, his mom is racist, so he's white and I'm mixed. She doesn't want to have anything to do with me. She doesn't care about my feelings. She doesn't care about anything. I literally haven't met his parents, and we've been doing this for four years. He's met both of my parents, he's met my siblings, he's met almost everyone in my family. Um, and I still have met his parents. So I'm having a really rough time with him not telling them things. He doesn't really tell them the extent of our relationship. Um, and he doesn't stand up for me. So it's like I'm alone in this relationship, basically, against his parents. Um, he wants them to still like support him and not cut him off because they literally said they'll disown him. Um, anyways, that's one of our issues. Another is that he just like doesn't give me much attention. I know you've talked about how you like to have a lot of attention and I'm the same way. I need attention. I need you to call me, you know, just like give me something. Um, and we live 300 miles away from each other right now. So I'm not getting much in general. But he doesn't call. Um, he doesn't visit. He's visited me once to drop off my cat. Um, and that was for like 10 hours. Um, so I'm really not sure what to do. He's literally ghosted me for weeks at a time and not talked to me. At this point, I haven't talked to him in five days. And we're engaged. So I don't know. Help me out. Oh my God. Wait, 
We got to talk about this. Girl, though. first of all, have you seen the movie Get Out? Like, I was get the fuck out. get the fuck out. <laughs> okay, so I gotta make my joke first before we get yeah. into the rest of this. Um, not this is not a joke. Okay, I feel like he's a serial killer. In the okay. way of being like, if he go disappears for this many days at a time, there is you have to call back when you find this out. There is something the fuck else going on. Yeah, there is totally. something going on. If he doesn't go five five, you said weeks at a time, but mm-hmm. five days you've gone without speaking to him. Does he is he married to somebody right. else? There's does something he have going a kid? On. There is something going maybe on. Maybe his parents aren't racist. Maybe they don't even exist. Or yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe maybe he's a fucking con artist. Yeah. And this is all a goddamn lie. Yeah. Like, oh my god! You met on Tinder. This is not good for me saying I want to get you on Tinder, girl. You no, 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 no. no, and, no. Okay, so if his no. parents exist, mm-hmm. then this is just internalized racism yeah. for him. Like, so let's stay. Let's stay with the racist thing first, and then go to the yeah. other part. I literally have goosebumps like right now talking about this. If you are okay, if you are trying to preserve your relationship with somebody who is racist. In that it's affecting you're in, you're in a mixed race relationship, mm-hmm. and you don't want to ruin a relationship with your parents over over y- the racism they have for his girlfriend. You, that's him thinking that that's okay mm-hmm. and that's justified and that's internalized racism. He might not think he's racist, but the fact that he's okay with that and he can find a way to for if anyone in my fucking life said anything remotely racist, I'd be I'd call them out immediately. And this isn't even an issue. Like we've talked about this before, like standing up at like like two years, uh, your like parent, like mm-hmm. parents in law and all that kind of shit. This is a different level of that. And like if he is letting them, he he yeah, he's he's basically saying, like, I'm not going to lose my relationship with my parents over something like racism. Like, right. what the f- so therefore you're you're cool with that. Right. And it's like Ooh, I have I have so many feelings I about feel like this they don't too. even exist. I don't think they they even we're staying with the racist thing for right now. Yeah, um, they don't accept you. He doesn't fully accept you. Um, you can't you can't stay. You can't be in this relationship and be happy. You're if you have children with this guy, they have no grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he's not around all the time. He doesn't fully accept you. Have you talked to your parents about this? Because they grew up in a different generation. Um, they're a mixed race couple. What are their feelings about this too? Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure that they probably had some type of pushback from someone in their family mm-hmm. as well on either side. Um, whew, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm mad. Angry. I'm so angry. I'm so mad. Yeah. I'm also so mad. Like I fucking hate that this dude like... That, that you even have to question it. That's mm-hmm. the part that I'm like, this is like, and I don't want to be like, oh, wow, this is such an easy decision because it is because we are a third party, which is why yeah. you called. But like, I fucking hate the fact that like he has gotten in your head so much with being on and off for four years that like you're questioning this. And I've had friends in situations where they've dated guys who like, I've had to be like, by the way, you know, like your white boyfriend is racist. Mm-hmm. And like, I've had to be like the white friend being like, just gonna let you know that like this is not okay and then like no, no no it's like you're misreading it i was like no 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 as a white person who's not fucking racist mm-hmm. like that's not there is not any sort this is yeah and and <gasps> and he and and being somebody that's black and has dated like outside of my race sometimes you um meet these guys that they seem like they're okay and mm-hmm. they'll they'll make jokes that you're like mm, just because we're dating it's not no, okay for you uh, to make this joke <laughs> 
my girlfriend's not white, so therefore I can't yep. make these jokes. Right. And I feel like he's probably one of those type of guys too, especially yeah. if he's like forgiving of his yeah. so-called parents. He, if he, he thinks that because he's dating someone who's mixed race, therefore mm-hmm. that makes him not racist. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Yep. Like that's not, you have to be actively an ally. Yes. And like, so it's it, with anything, like you can't just be like, oh, I have a friend who's gay. So therefore I'm not homophobic. Right. But like you have to, in order to be an ally, you have to be active. Mm-hmm. And in order to like, like, support people in every every single like race sexuality gender all of that you have to be loud about accepting them and being active about that and that means that you do not you cut out people in your life who therefore do not validate or respect or Mm -hmm. value the existence of those people in your life if he loved you and wanted to spend the rest of his life with you he would stand up to his parents yeah, he um, oh, so long ago. Yeah. So fucking Four years, long ago. For, the first time he told you I loved you before he proposed to you. Yes. Like none of this makes sense. Nothing about this story makes sense no, at all. It doesn't at all. The second that he said like he showed a picture or said that you were mixed race and his parents responded like that, it would have been like you need to cut this out right now mm-hmm. or I'm I'm done because it is 20 whatever year it was. Mm-hmm. Like this is you're not I'm not going to I don't care that you're my parents, but like you cannot be racist assholes like that. It would have that would have ended so long ago so that there is also a part of me that I'm like, this guy is there's something fucking else going on. Yeah. Like, let's move outside racism. Why is he going weeks without talking to you? I mean, even fight like if. Like I like Mots has gone out before and like his phone has died and I've called his friends mm-hmm. like and that's one night. Yeah. Like he's out of town this weekend. He calls me in the morning, texts me in the afternoon, calls me at night. Like there you nah, that's not like a thing. Like even like Arden is in a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't see each other for months at a time, yeah. really weeks at a time. If we're going to be real. Yeah. But like when we just saw Arden, she just had just like, oh, I have to, we have a, we have a time that we're calling each other mm-hmm. because like, you're not in a relationship. Like, that's the thing. It's like, just because you're like, oh, we're in a long distance relationship. If you call something a relationship, a relationship has meaning mm-hmm. besides just the word. Like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Like, but that has to mean something. It has to mean like, oh yeah. The implication behind being in a relationship is, oh, this is somebody who I talk to every night. This is there. There are like, it requires something. And he's not doing that. No. Like, you are not engaged to you. You have like a ring possibly you have an engagement, but you don't have a partner at all. Like, and that is like, I can't even explain to you how fucking sketchy that is. Like that is so fucking sketchy, especially Mm -hmm. because like what we always say about long distance of like, unless there's a date in where, where it's going to end, like, I don't think it's going to work out. Right. And the fact that like, this is like an indefinite, you've been apart for a long amount of time. Like you should have got, this down right like a long distance relationship requires time and effort and energy and five days five fucking days that's insane that's insane and she said weeks too weeks like at this point right now when she called in it was five five days days and it's been weeks in the past girl okay should we speculate what it could be um yes Another relationship. Another relationship. Another family. I was going to say, another family. Um, serial killer. Serial killer, yeah. Uh, Drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, you got all of them. Con man. Yeah. Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's something. 
there's something there's and, something not right. And he's still dependent on his parents for money at <sighs> 25. Um, I will say, like, when I was 25, I had moved out here. I had been living out here for, yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. going to school. My parents still, like, paid for stuff. But, like, that wasn't going to be an ongoing thing where I was getting married. And then, like, when you guys are, quote, unquote, married, is he still going to be, like, dependent on yeah. them? And what who, is his wait, job? What is he trying to do? And they're not going to come to the wedding? Like, right. it's going to be like, so who's the wedding for? Right. And then where and do you move? Also, He's never moving here. You would have to pay for it all because... He, he would be cut off from his parents. Uh-huh. That means he's not getting any money. So now you're paying for this whole wedding. Yeah. This isn't right, girl. No, there's... I don't even fucking believe that the name no. he told you is the real name. Mm-mm. Like, I think this is, like, a fucking... And I hope... I mean, I'm gl- I hope that, like, if anything, like, before you got... I mean, I'm just telling you... I'm instructing you to fucking call out this engagement. If you've got any sort of like, I don't, not that you're married, so you probably don't have any shared assets or anything, but like they might because he doesn't have a job. Exactly. I was like, get your shit in order. Yeah. Like if he's got fucking keys to things, like if he has like if his name is on like deeds or leases or any of that shit, get that shit fucking figured out. Because like I genuinely don't think that he is who he says he is mm-hmm. like at, at all. fucking all. And also let's say let's let's play like not play Dale's advocate because I don't love that and I never do that. Um. Even if like this isn't just like the fact that he you okay you have you go two weeks without talking and it's like wow how has he not talked to you in two weeks more than that how is he cool with the fact that you haven't spoken to him in two weeks Mm -hmm. like if even if I'm like let's say like oh my god girls are like so crazy like they like want their boyfriends to call all the time when they're gone like sure maybe I want to talk to like Mots more when he's gone than he does with me but like it's still like he still is like if I didn't call him. It, even if he was like, oh, well, I'm not going to call her until she calls me. If I didn't call him, he would then call me. Yeah. Like, that's something that's also so fucking this odd to me is that he's not trying do it like that. He doesn't he's not looking for that. So he's he's getting and that's why it's not a relationship. Whatever's fucking happening. He doesn't need a partnership from mm-hmm. you. And I don't know what if he's getting something else out of it or he's just getting that somewhere else. And there's like a whole other thing going on here. But you are not his partner and you are not fulfilling that that need or that desire is being met in some other way. Yeah. And it's not with you. And like, he, this is fucking sketchy as hell. And if you want help, you should DM me and like, we can, I'll, I'll yeah. totally, we'll Loop internet stuff. Yeah. Well, DM us both. Yeah. Our Instagrams are always like, we have our handles mm-hmm. on the description on YouTube and on the show notes. We are very good internet we stalkers. We're going to find this shit out with you. Right. We'll figure it the fuck out. Oh, you should keep the ring. Mm-hmm. Sell it. God, we got you, girl. Think of us as your personal catfish. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you want to be problematic? I'm Max. Problematic though. Oh, I picked Max. (laughs) Yeah, so I'll just be myself. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I picked the uh, gay silver box. (laughs) I love him. Um, Wow, I'm like. Ooh, I'm mad for you. Yeah. Oh, I'm mad for you, hard bitch. Not your. I mean, like that's like a bitch. Not like your bitch. We're on your side. Um, I can't wait to hear your see your DM. Yeah. We're gonna do this. We're gonna get this shit figured out for mm-hmm. you. Hi, um, my name is Sarah. I'm 27, and I'm hoping this gets aired because I just learned this information like not even an hour ago. Um, I've been seeing this guy for a few weeks, and he just told me that he's like his like deepest darkest uh, darkest secret is like pegging, and I had to look up what it was because I had no fucking idea what it was. And now that I know, it's like 
like a chick. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like a chick wearing a strap on and like fucking a guy from behind. Like it's like wigging me out to like the point of no return. And it's just ruined. Like I really figured it'd be true, and now I just feel weird. And that's all I'm gonna think about for the next few days. What if he's gay? Like I don't know. Like is that a straight thing? I just I, 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 right now I don't even. I like I can't even. I can't even handle it. But um, I'd like <laughs> some input on this because it's freaking me out. And um. Yeah, I need to know, like, if this is normal, like, I totally respect what people are into, as long as they're not hurting anyone, that's fine, but for me, it's like, like, should you just, like, should you just be with a guy if that's the case? Like, I don't know, that's all I'm going to think about from here on out, so, ruined, per usual. Um, so, if you could just let me know, um, love you guys, love your podcast, um, very funny, I do want to say you guys helped me get through uh, or and a really bad unhealthy relationship that I was in for three years. You kind of motivated me, and uh, very happy. Besides this whole pegging thing that's going on, so thank you for that. Okay, I love you. Bye. This is not Minnie's guy. At no, all. not at all. There's a lot of nerve endings in the butt. Should we talk There's about prostate? Anus. You've got your anus, your rectum, mm-hmm. and most importantly, the prostate, prostate. Yeah. which women don't have. Mm-hmm. So. There's I mean, a lot of pleasure back there. A lot of it. I mean, I, one of the first, oh my God, one of my friends, he's so fucking funny. Um, he's like such like a, like a really scary fucking intimidating looking dude. And he, yeah, he's just like a, like a scary and like in, but I like love him cause he's really deep down a teddy bear, but like he just doesn't let anyone know. Cause mm-hmm. like he is really like tough as shit. Like I wouldn't fuck with him. Really got our friends. He would protect me in any situation. Um, but we were talking about something and one of the, one of the, some girl we were around, she like brought up something like, oh my God, like, yeah, like, and like guys and like, like stuff with like butts or whatever. He goes, no, it was a guy who said this, like guy had something about like, oh yeah, no, like girls like putting like fingers in ass, like get it out of here. He's like, you're not a real fucking man unless you've had a finger in your ass. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is yes. so funny. And he was like, I don't know, what the fuck are you doing? And all of these guys were like, oh wow, I guess you're right. Maybe I should. He's like, yeah, yeah what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, and it was so funny because like it had, like here was this guy who's the epitome of what you would expect toxic like masculinity. masculinity. Yeah. To be, and he's telling these other guys who tend to be a little bit more like oh they seem like they'd be more progressive mm-hmm. and he's telling them like oh like fuck your fucking shit like yeah. you're wrong like you don't know this shit um so no i think like a i want to say like fantastic on your boyfriend for telling you this mm-hmm. because he, if anything his hang-ups on wow does this make me gay be, there there isn't really um yeah men in general there is that uh stigma there is about like anything involving that like so many guys are like don't fucking put your finger in my ass at all like because i'm like not gay and it's like that's not what that means Mm -hmm. (laughs) like at all and so i think like the fact that he told you like you need to understand that like being like pegging is so different than like having sex with a guy also like like sexual orientation like it doesn't (laughs) it like who you are in the body parts that you are born with has nothing to do with what your gender is. Yeah. And so him being into the fucking thing that hangs from traditional, like cis born men, cisgendered men, like what hangs there that he's into the sensation that that gives that has nothing to do with a penis because also like penises have nothing to do with men. Penises are not having a penis does not make you a man. And being into penis, being into any sort of like stimulation there does not make you gay. Yes. And so I think you need to separate like, oh, 
It goes in the butt. It looks like a penis. Therefore, that means he's gay. That doesn't mean he's gay. He's gay if he is sexually and romantically attracted to men. That's Mm -hmm. the only way that you are gay in that situation. Mm -hmm. The only time that you are gay and the only thing that makes you gay is being sexually and romantically attracted to someone of the same gender as you. That's it. Yep. And like, that's all there is to it. And I think like, I don't think, yeah, I, I wish, I mean, I wish this kind of stuff was talked about more because I think like I I don't think there is I don't think this is like internalized homophobia at all I think this is like the issue of a like we're not taught about the body in regards to like pleasure Mm -hmm. we're taught about it in regards to like science and what this does and what this does and like we're not taught like oh men have this and therefore the sensation here is different like guys don't have a clit like Mm -hmm. so much of this stuff like we'd all be having way better fucking sex if we had learned in like school these are like these pleasure points on your body right and i think that it's great on him to tell you and i think i'm assuming at any point he might have thought like oh wow he might have had like that internalized uh well not even internalized that that toxic masculinity of being like does this make me gay gay? and the fact that he's telling his girlfriend hey i'm into this and i feel like i just really want to tell you he's already gone through that process and been like no this doesn't mean that so Mm -hmm. therefore i'm going to tell you um so and if so. you're scared of that, just start with a finger. Yeah. Or if you're not comfortable, just tell them you're not comfortable. And that's it's, totally yeah. okay. Um, you've talked about before like mm-hmm. things being a deal breaker. Like, yeah. is this gonna be his deal breaker that you don't like to peg him? Yeah. Or is it your deal breaker that you don't want to? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like your comfortability, but if you're curious about it, I mean, yeah. strap on the <laughs> Yeah. Strap it on and I mean it's got like know. pleasure things for you too on the other end. So mm-hmm. That's Just true. Go at it if if you're comfortable with it. Yeah. There's a whole episode of Broad City that is like on this specific oh, really? thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I think it's in the it's either in the first or second season. Mm. Um, second. Okay. Amanda's saying second. So in the <laughs> second season, um, Abby is like going through this whole thing with her hot neighbor that she's always had a crush on, and he's into pegging. And um, so yeah, yeah. I suggest watching that. That might open up your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Um, I mean, Mots and I always play, I play the hypothetical game. He fucking hates it. But I'll like make up sexual hypotheticals. Like if I decided I was into this, would you, would this be a deal breaker? And so many things that I've like, which come with like some of the fucking, like things that aren't even real, like just fucking weird, crazy shit. That I was like, if I said that instead of condoms, you had to fuck me with cinnamon rolls, would you do it? And he was like, <laughs> literally the shit I come up with. And he's like, sure, like fine. Like there are some crazy fucking shit that he's like, okay. And there's some that stuff like that- like a yeast infection. I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. But then there's some stuff that he'd be like yeah no I wouldn't be into that and then I'm like and it is like a hypothetical game in that situation like in the way of being like we're coming up with these like things that we think are like crazy or whatever and it's like okay well in the right relationship things that you're like oh I wouldn't be into like in hypotheticals when you're with somebody you're like okay all of these things you you really realize how much of like the hang-ups that you have on like things regarding sex have come with just like an internalized uh, like, yeah, sexual shame Mm -hmm. of like this, like, oh gosh. But then also if there's something that is a deal breaker for either of you, like I've said so many times, like if I, if I, I would never, if a guy told me if we were on a date and, or we were yeah, hooking up and he was like, Oh, by the way, like I don't go down on girls. I'd be like, okay, like that's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never going to come then. Like this is, unless you're like fucking fantastic with right. your hands and like, you've got like not can get a hand cramp and all of this is going to be like really great for you. Like also that's a lot more work for effort and work for you and choreography. Like, 
that would be a deal breaker for me. And I wouldn't think anything less of a person Mm -hmm. because there's like a sexual compatibility and a sexual match for everybody. And I think, um, you're allowed to say you're not comfortable with something. And then from there, you'll see maybe this isn't even a deal breaker for him. Right. Maybe this is something. And then if there's a way that you're like, okay, well, I hear that. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Like, what if I just like use my hands for right. something? And then like you can potentially build your way up to it or not. Mm-hmm. But um, it does not make him gay at all. No, not at all. Yeah. And it's not weird. No, it's not weird. Yeah. You have two people here who immediately like neither of us had to Google pegging. Yeah. Like this is something like I I, I fully know yeah. what that is. I, like I was like my real introduction to it was um, Broad City yeah. when I heard about it. And I, I don't even like, know oh, my cool. introduction. <laughs> What's my introduction to pegging? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, not like a personal introduction, yeah. but I wonder. Um, but yeah, so I wouldn't. Yeah. Don't worry about this at all. Yeah. And also I'm happy for her boyfriend for like saying that yeah 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 that means he trusts you totally and he's so comfortable in sexuality Mm -hmm. like so very comfortable it's time for don't blame them which is where callers call in and give their own advice on previous episodes so what do we have here i really do nothing can you all see this now if you're watching (laughs) this on youtube she's like on her computer pulling up all of this shit and i'm like what do we have (laughs) i'm just sit here with my blanket Um, so this is from the episode that we did together and, um, I like that. And the, uh, girl, she was by and she was having trouble because when she'd go out on dates with, and stuff, then, um, guys and girls were being like rude to her yeah, and didn't judgmental. understand. Yeah. So Fuck here's the those call. people. Hi, I'm calling to give advice on, um, something I recently heard on your latest podcast with Melissa about, um, the girl who called about being bisexual and she would tell people and um, they would just have problems with it. I'm 23 and also bisexual and I've also experienced very similar things. And what I would like to say to her is that there are going to be people who do understand and there are going to be people who don't understand. I feel like I I went through the same thing. Like I feel like at um, age 18, um, everyone's kind of immature, doesn't really understand sexuality, doesn't understand themselves. But there will be people who do understand. Like now I'm with, I have a boyfriend who is really amazing and he gets that. He gets that side of me. He gets that I am attracted to women as well as men and um, it doesn't intimidate him. But when I was 18 um, and I was dating, the same exact thing happened to me. There would be people who didn't understand. I would like tell guys and then they would say they didn't want to be with me and like call me a slut or whatever because like I wanted to. I liked both and um, they just didn't really understand it. So there are going to be people who don't understand. What I would also say is that you don't need to tell everyone. Like I felt the same way you did. Like I wanted to, I felt like I wasn't being true to myself if I didn't tell people that I like, you know, guys and girls or that I was attracted to guys and girls. You don't need to tell anyone. Like if you're dating and um, you're getting to know someone, yeah, it's a, it's a very important part of you that you might feel like you're hiding which is kind of a shitty feeling, but you don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't owe anyone um, any information that they didn't ask for or they don't need. There's nothing wrong with not, um, like, disclosing that information about you, especially when you're young and you're dating and you're just having fun and stuff like that. I love that. I really love when people can, I mean, obviously that's the fucking point of this part is, like, people call and give their own experience, Mm -hmm. but it's nice. Um, And, uh, yeah, I I think she's very right in the sense of, like, not, 
doesn't make you any less like proud of who you are mm-hmm. if you don't want to tell people. And also in like, um, I don't know, it's a kind of like, again, not to make this like, oh, wait, this heterosexual, but like when there's something like something that you really like and you don't really want to like share it with the world yet because you're like, I didn't, it's like when people, um, again, not to make this whatever, but like when people don't share baby names until the babies are born. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't care about your, like, I'm not, this isn't your opinion. Like, mm-hmm. this is something that has to do with me, but this is not like, doesn't mean that you like any less because like, you don't want anyone's judgments on something that they really don't have any business judging on. Yeah. So, um, that makes me happy. I do also agree that I think people grow out of shit. I think also yeah, when you're, I think the original color was 18. 18. Cause I yeah. say when you're young, if you think about it real, okay. Like think if we want to go, like, let's say you're, you, you start having your first, um, like more serious relationships. Let's even say like, let's say you have one boyfriend in here for four years. That's like four romantic experiences. And like, m- that's still a time when people are like figuring out their sexuality and everything like that. So you've got people who haven't experienced nearly as much once you mm-hmm. go to college and all of that stuff. Like, I yeah I think my friends all of their sexual experiences is experiences and stuff everything changed once everyone was in college because you yeah you're not tied to this like you're not tied and you're you don't have to worry about like parents and yeah um, and like the I, I hate the idea of like oh a reputation but like yeah there's also something like I was never able to like like shake off the oh I mean finally I, th- I think I finally fucking did now like once I got verified on Instagram that became what I was known for in high school but like I literally had like transition lenses like I was a total fucking nerd. There are some things that like people mm-hmm. just, they see you as one thing. Mm-hmm. And like, even now I look back at like guys I went to high school with that. I was like, why didn't I think you were fucking hot? There's yeah. one kid who looks like young Matt Damon. And I'm like, why the fuck did it no, Why did I not hook up with you? Yeah. Why did nobody hook up with you? And it's like, oh, cause everyone had these preconceived notions from like elementary school. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I have friends who are, uh, I have most of my friends who were like, who are gay and who are bi and stuff. They didn't, even if they came out when we were younger, they never, they never ever started having relationships with people of the same gender until they got away from all of us. Yeah. And like, not in like a way of like, Oh, everyone's going to be like judgmental, but it's like, you know me, I don't. And also when you're exploring a new side of you, you don't really want like a fucking like peanut gallery of people that you already know. Right. You kind of want to like, I don't know. Like, I think there's something nice about the fresh start Mm -hmm. of that stuff. Yeah. And people grow out of being an asshole and some people don't. And then you say, fuck them. Yeah. And you, Ruin their life. I like that. You, and you, <laughs> you, sw- you, you swipe you. left on them. You swipe fucking left. <laughs> you swipe left so hard you throw your fucking phone. You're missing a really good hand gesture, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, it makes me happy that she's me now too. in a relationship with that. I just, uh, there's something like not to applaud a fish for swimming. And I, actually, I take back, I'm not going to applaud her boyfriend for being like cool and great because like he should be fucking cool and great. But I'm so glad that now we have like someone else who's been we through. have who, who's been through that and can tell you that they're in a relationship with the guy who isn't a fucking dick mm-hmm. and really understands that because we can talk about the people that we know who are like that and yeah. all that stuff but now you guys when know. it's firsthand experience yeah. it makes it more relatable totally yeah oh my god did you have a good time being on the podcast i with did me? on this side i did from i really did that chair to this chair yeah wait so whole, like, what is the other feet. yellow thing you have over there on the chair my hat so your hat matched your shirt and your 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 shirt matched your purse and then what's the other yellow thing on the ground that's the bag that has makeup in it okay wow you just have this she just has everything in two colors oh i didn't even realize that's what i was saying now i see it i was like now i didn't see i was like what were you wearing earlier that you were like that you were paddington the bear it was raining so i put my so i had that hat on that blue and yellow paddington the bear (laughs) is it padding the paddington the bear or just paddington bear Mm. good me i'm paddington bear yeah 
Oh, I don't know. I thought he was more professional. <laughs> Just in case you wanted to know, Paddington. Which Paddington? The bear. That Paddington. <laughs> Isn't it like Clifford the big red dog? Clifford the dog. You know? Yeah, it's not just Paddington. Just Paddington? Yeah. Well, um, that's it for our episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure to uh, leave us a review on iTunes podcast app. Hit it up. We're also on SoundCloud. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to mm-hmm. spew off all of those things for you. Um, you can listen to our bonus episodes that come out uh, every other week on Stitcher Premium. Yeah. You can listen ad free to us there. Mm-hmm. You can use the code BLAME and get one month free. Hell yes. And then if you guys want to follow Instagram, uh, our we don't blah meme pod. And our own Instagrams will be listed down below. Girl, please DM us. Yes, following please. back. We're going to figure this out for you. We got in. going to do it. He's done. If your life is going to shit and you need some help for an upcoming episode, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. Woo, I love that you're mouthing <laughs> that along. Uh, and then if you're an international caller, you can leave us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.